All right, everybody, let's hop into it. It's March 1st. I think you're going to be listening to this on March 2nd, but uh, it's been a little over a week since you guys have heard from me. Um, I want to say the last episode was like probably around like the 16th, so it's been almost two weeks now. Um, So sorry about that. Me and Sean were both out of town last weekend. Uh, We were out of town Wednesday through Sunday. Uh, We were planning on recording in... Our, on our vacation, we were going to record like during one of the mornings. Uh, we went we went on a trip, by the way. We went on a trip to Chattanooga. Uh, super fun. Went and did, obviously, the whole sightseeing things. Uh, saw Nat, downtown uh, Chattanooga. Went to Rock City, Lookout Mountain. You know, if you've been to Chattanooga, you know the main place you go to. Um, uh, we stayed in a little Airbnb with a little cabin. Had a hot tub, a little pool table. It was a great setup. It was actually the exact same, I guess you could call it f- like base model of Sean's grandpa's cabin, but it just had like a little bit different, like the, the they had like a bar built into theirs. The downstairs had like a bigger like living room area rather than a kitchen, but generally the same thing, um, but it was cool. Uh, and then we actually had a little surprise trip to, uh, oh my God, I just blanked, to Nashville uh, on Saturday. So that was pretty cool. Went there, went to Broadway, uh, went and walked around, had some great food. Uh, But yeah, so I'm back on here. I actually really missed recording. Um, So today, I don't have Sean, as you can tell, since I haven't shut up for a minute and 45 seconds. Um, He's actually calling the women's game right now at UWF. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and go over some of the stuff. If you've read the title, you already know what I'm about to talk about. But... Uh, let's talk about some playoff matchups that I'm pretty excited about. Um, so one that I want to touch on that I think like is extremely underrated that I would really like to see is a Timberwolves versus Grizzlies matchup. So this would have to happen if, um, in my head, it happens if the Grizzlies can get to two and jump the Warriors, um, and then the Timberwolves kind of just stay there, stay around the same spot. Um, this matchup is, is, is intriguing to me because I really would like to see if Anthony Edwards, being the young athletic stud that he is, if he can actually match Jaw, who has literally looked like a, honestly, an MVP candidate this past, like, I guess, eight days. Um, he put up 52 points. He's like, he, I think he's already had like three or four poster dunks in the last three games since All-Star. He looks insane out there right now. Um, almost unguardable. Um... I also would like to see if see how Jaron Jackson matches up against someone like Carly Towns. Carly Towns is like such an offensive minded guard or minded big, um, as he stated himself. Uh, he's the best shooting big man in the NBA ever, um, and he just won the three point contest as the first center ever. So that's pretty cool. But I'm curious to see if Jaron Jackson can actually keep up with him, and then vice versa. I wonder if Cat can actually step up his defensive game to guard someone like Jaron Jackson, who is a freak athlete in his own right. Um, I don't know what exactly, like, possibility-wise it could happen. There's a chance that the Timberwolves continue to be, like, I mean, they're 6-4 and four in the last 10. And to me, the Nuggets don't really look that good, and they probably won't get Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. back until the playoffs. There's a chance that the Timberwolves just, like, just move up too high and they don't get to match up against them. On the other side of it, the Grizzlies could just not be able to jump the Warriors. You never know. Um... But something to keep an eye on, one, that's one that I am very excited about. And then the other one, 
which I feel like is a little, like, more well-known. I guess more people would probably be also hyped about this. Um, is a Raptors-76ers matchup in the playoffs. Um, and obviously, I'm going by, like, first-round matchups, so I'm not doing anything crazy like a Bucks heat which is, like, one versus four. Um, I think 76ers and Heat, or, sorry, 76ers and Raptors will be such a good matchup just for the fact that, like, the Raptors have so many good defenders, or, I'm sorry, lanky defenders. They are good defenders, but so many lanky defenders to just throw at Embiid that, like, I mean, shoot, are they the best team to match up against, like, a team that has Embiid such, like, a dominant center who literally just draws eight pairs of eyes or eight eyes at all times? And, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't know. I don't know if they, if they actually can stop him. That's, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure about that, but I think matchup wise, like it would kind of allow you if you're the Raptors to run, like you could run Pascal on him. Sometimes you could run OG on him. Sometimes you could run Scotty on him. Sometimes like kind of just giving everyone a little bit of run. Like if someone's like hot guarding him, obviously you keep him on there. And also just kind of gives like your, all your defenders, like a break from having to guard, like someone of Embiid's caliber of offense, like I mean, his offense, in my opinion, like, I'm not even really, like, a big Embiid fan, but his offense this season is preposterous. Like, like he's hitting, like, step backs. He's hitting pull-up middies off the dribble. Um, he's being very picky about, like, it, like choosing when he needs to face up to the basket and back down, not just, like, being locked in on one for an entire night. Um, but, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how, like – Again, I don't. I, I it's very possible. All you would need is really for like the Raptors to jump up one spot, or for the 76ers to jump up one spot. So if it's very doable matchup to see, um, but yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I and then and then you throw Harden in here and in, in that whole mix, and then you're like, well, he just puts up 30 that whole series. He has he has Van Vliet on him, and then you're basically just praying that as the Raptors, you're basically just praying that Harden doesn't just get hot shooting you know if he, if he doesn't get hot shooting you're basically just gonna have to like watch everyone's foul trouble all that kind of stuff but like i don't know i i think actually i'm actually gonna call a winner in this series so if we do get him i'll have to come back and check this so we have what timberwolves grizzlies i don't know because this is hard because you have cat who has experience you have andy edwards who's just a bigger guard than jaw and then you have d'lo who's just like a complete wild card for me I don't know – I genuinely don't know how he's going to perform in the playoffs. Um, I don't know if he's how – do you, how do you say – I don't know if he has, like, the play style for the playoffs. I, I think he's just a little too, like, iffy and, like, streaky with his shooting. His defense has looked great this season, so I think that'll be okay in the playoffs. But, like, I don't know about his offense, so I'm not sure if I can really take the Timberwolves as the lower seed – but, like, then you go and look at the Grizzlies side, and all of their best players are under the age of 25. And and one of their best players is, uh, is 23 and under. Like, like or two of their best players are 23 and under. Like, like, what do you do there? And then you have Desmond Bain, who I think, for the Desmond Bain for the Grizzlies, I think he's, like, meant for the playoffs. Something about him, like, the stockiness, the versatility on defense, um just being used to a slower type game, uh, catch and shoot style. I think he's going to be fine. I think Jaws going to be fine. I think the weakest link that I worry about for the Grizzlies is honestly Jaron Jackson. Because 
I mean, I guess, I guess I'm kind of blanking a little bit, not given like Stephen Adams his credit because Stephen Adams will probably guard Cat for some of the some of the series. But like, you got to think Jaron Jackson's got to be that guy, right? Like Jaron Jackson's Jaron Jackson has to want to guard Cat, right? So I'm not sure. I'm not sure he if he can really. I'm not. I don't know. I'm like I'm gonna take. I'm going to take the Grizzlies in that. I feel like I overthought that way more than I should have, but I'm going to take the Grizzlies. I think it's way closer than it looks to be. And then on the other side, for Raptors 76ers, I don't know. I I worry about like the health and composure of the 76ers team. Because Tobias Harris to me is zero. Like I mean, he's going to get like, you know, whatever, the 16 points per game, eight or six re- six or seven rebounds and like two assists. That's what he's going to get. And but then I mean, you get, they got they have Steph Curry now. I don't know. Like I think that could really be like one of those upsets where we're like, "Oh yeah, duh. Of course the Raptors have like they have they have like a history. Oh yeah, the Raptors have Nick Nurse. Like he's just going to outcoach everyone in a seven-game series. Like, oh yeah, Scotty Barnes is going to win rookie of the year. So of course he's going to be able to match up well against Tobias. You know, like there's a lot of things that you could like talk yourself into for that. So I'm going to do it. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually going to do it. I'm going to do Raptors. Um let me think. What else do I want to talk about in here? I'm only, I'm only talked about nine minutes, so I can't y'all let I can't let y'all go already. Um, I did add a new uh, hot take for. Um, I saw if if you just now tuning in after this is your first one in a while. I'm sorry if this is your first one in a while. First of all, um, but I, I've been keeping track of all my hot takes. I kind of keep everything in my spreadsheet. That I keep everything in, um, and my one of my hot takes is next season. Jalen Green is going to average 19 points per game. Um, I think – so he's one of – I was looking into it. He's one of only like – I think it's four or five rookies who are, you know, playing more than let's just say like 10 minutes per game um, that is averaging over three free throw attempts per game. And the other like four are like – Mobley, Jalen Suggs, Giddy, like literally like all the other guys who are like just going nuts. So in my and I will say one cool fact, uh last season of the top 30 scores in the NBA, 27 of them averaged four free throws or more per game. So, and he's averaging he's averaging over 3, I mean it's like 3.4, yeah, 3.4 in his rookie season. So I'm just saying like it Something in there, like I think that's willing, that's worthy of a hot take spot from me. I know it's a little bit of a homer pick because if you know me, I'm a big Jalen Green guy. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be my hot take. I know Sean's not here, so I kind of wasn't gonna do awards, but I did mine, so I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. Um, my MVP for the week is John Morant. He averaged 39 points, six rebounds, three assists, 58 percent from three. Uh, absolutely looks untouchable at this point. I think I said that earlier. Um, he got comparisons. This is what's crazy. He got comparisons to MVP Derrick Rose and Allen Iverson this week. Like, you know you're on a fucking tear when you're getting compared to two of, like, the some of the, the nastiest MVP, like, guards ever. <laughs> or, I guess, you mean, honestly, two, also two of, like, some of the most athletic guards ever, too. Um, pie leader. Uh, is James Harden absolutely went nuts? Reserve of the week. I've I've been saying it all season, and I still have yet to be impressed by someone. I almost wish like 
I was wish someone from the Bucks was gonna like convince me to pick them because I hate all the other six men. Um, but my reserve for the week is Tyler Hero. Uh, my note for him was I hate picking him because he literally averaged over thirty minutes per game. But I mean, the kid can score against bummy boys really well. So uh, gonna leave it at that. My rookie of the week is gonna go to Scotty Barnes. I don't know what's up with this kid. I really don't. He's so efficient, but. I heard an interview from Nick Nurse this week, and Nick Nurse isn't even running plays for him. Like, he's he's literally giving him, like, the Sean Marion, like, seven seconds or less son's, like, treatment. He Like, nothing is getting run ran for him, and he averaged 20 points per game this week on, over three games. Like, you don't, just, you don't just casually average 20 points per game. Like, 20 points per game is, like, a pretty big, like, mile marker right there. Um so I don't, I don't know. I, I really just can't tell whenever he's just like running around or if he's like, does actually know what's going on sometimes. So I can't, I don't know. I'm giving him my rookie of the week, but, uh, let's go on to the next one. Uh, I'm sorry. Pie leader for rookies was Scotty Barnes as well. Uh, stat line, Sean, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're going to love this. I picked Steven Adams. <laughs> he had a nasty little, honestly, a stat line that like, if you read it, you were like, all right, that's either Robert Williams or that's Steven Adams. Uh, he had 12 points, 21 rebounds, five assists, and then he got two blocks. Uh, just, a, just a goofy stat line. Had to pick it. Um, my game, so I actually kind of did a little cop-out for my game. Uh, me and Sean didn't get to see a ton of games this week because we were just, you know, out and about all the time. Um, I did try and catch up with my usual two-time speed. Um, but none of the games that really like, of course there was some like, like Jaws 50, but like, I already kind of called him out as my stat line in beating Harden's game. I could have picked that like they're, sorry, you got the hiccups, um, their first game together, but I went ahead and used this time to tell you, uh, for my game spot to watch the Lakers. Um, I don't know how many times in my lifetime I can remember the Lakers being booed at home and like really loud. And they've been booed twice and I believe, the last 10 days. Um, definitely something to keep your eye on. And this isn't like – they're not getting booed away. They're like getting booed in uh, crypto – what is it? Crypto.com Arena. Like this is not like, oh, they're going into Cleveland and LeBron's getting booed. Like no, this is like at home in X staples. Like I, I don't know. Uh, it, if this keeps going <laughs> – my note, this is kind of funny. I, I'll tell you. I said, this could get really ugly, dot, dot, dot. Or should I say uglier? <laughs> um, so for my team of the week, wait, 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 wait a second. Did I just do that? Yeah, okay, I did. I did game. Sorry. For my team of the week, um, I went with the Philadelphia 76ers. Holy cow! If Harden and Embiid are actually like this on the same, this like lined up on the same wavelength, I'm a little worried. <laughs> as a, as a Bucks fan, I am a little worried. I I think their chemistry could be insane. I mean. Embiid is playing with the best guard he's ever played with, and Harden is probably playing with the best center he's ever played with. If you also, I mean, you also got to take into account like he had Dwight, but like it was Dwight after everything. So like, I'm gonna say that this is by far the best center that Harden's ever played with. Um, one thing that caught my eye, and I put it in my notes, and I had to move it to my like weekly stuff just for this. Um, Embiid slammed down an alley oop this week against the Knicks, and. When I watched a replay, I was like, I really, I, <clears throat> sorry, wow. Sorry, I'm still kind of, I lost my voice a little bit in Chattanooga, or I'm sorry, in Nashville, and I'm still kind of like getting back from that. Um, 
I, I, but I, yeah, I was sitting there watching this replay and I was like, honestly, when is the last time, like, you had to, you, you saw Embiid really, really just throw it down? Like, on an alley oop, I'm sorry. On an alley oop, like, I, and I understand, like, there's just guys who, like, just aren't alley oop guys. They like to just go up and grab it, come down, and then go back up again. Like, I get that. That's just, like, his style. I mean, he's, you know, second in points per game this season or something like that. Um, but, yeah, I was really shocked. I, th- I could not even think of the last time that I was like, like, wow, that's a big alley-oop from him. Like, I, I don't know. Um, all right, going to my last thing, and then I'm going to let you guys go so you can, you know, clean your ears out because I know this sucked. Um, all right, so we got the dud, dud of the week. Honestly, another little kind of like broad statement one. I went with NBA fans, and I kind of want to just zoom in on like, Zion for a second right here just because I I couldn't just sneak him in into any other conversation. Um, I really think this Pelicans team could be like dirty, like really, really, really good with Zion. And I just feel like NBA fans are being like deprived of like the level of talent that he is. Like they're being deprived by not being, not seeing him on the court all the time. Um, this, this team, like, obviously the, the Grizzlies are a little overproducing, so I can't compare them to them. But uh, obviously that would be, like, the conversion I would make because John, Zion, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but you can't tell me that if Zion was on this Pelicans team right now that they aren't better than the Mavericks. The Mavericks are 36 and 25. The Pelicans right now are 25 and 36. Zion is definitely worth 11, game, 11 uh, wins, honestly. Um, uh, I I guess if you like ex- exactly count, you got to think like bi in and out. They didn't have CJ the whole time. Whatever. What I'm saying is right now, I feel bad for all NBA fans because we're missing out on like seeing like Zion and um, the type of talent that he is. But uh, that'll close us out for this week, episode 107. Wow. Thanks for listening to me for 18 minutes. I love you if you made it this far. Um. Have a great week. Later.